Welcome to Sassy, Soulful, and Sensitive, the podcast for introverts, empaths, and highly sensitive people. I'm your host, Cam Nichols, and I'm here to guide and explore with you how to tune into your intuition, step into your radical self, and find your voice. If you want to ditch the feeling of being a tortured, out-of-place soul in this great big world and learn how to speak up for all of your wants and needs and create a more peaceful, content, and empowered life, all while having more fun, keep listening. Welcome back, my beautiful friends. Oh, I hope you're having a fantastic day. I am. I am obsessed with incense. And the incense that I have going today is called Island Fresh. And I feel fresh. (laughs) I'm not in an island, unfortunately. But hopefully one day. So... Today's topic, I want to talk about self-sabotage and like some sneak, like why we self-sabotage, some sneaky signs of self-sabotage, and then also give you like a tool or a hack that will help you pull out of it when you realize that you are sabotaging yourself. So I don't know about you, but I am always surprised when I recognize that I am self-sabotaging. Like, my brain is so sneaky at coming up with ways or, like, different angles to try. It's mind-blowing to me. So, why do we self-sabotage? Honestly, the answer is pretty simple. It's because of fear and just our primal survival instinct. It's our primal brain. Like, when our unconscious unconscious mind senses danger it sends us into fight flight freeze fawn like those are the primal responses right so and if you're not familiar with those really quick like fight like you get defensive you want to fight your way out of danger flight you want to flee freeze is exactly how it sounds you freeze (laughs) and then fawn is kind of like people pleasing like fawning your way into surviving so like the thing the thing is the things that our primal brain considers dangerous aren't really dangerous anymore like we're not fighting animalistic predators or uh we're not like fighting for food and safety and And granted, I recognize that is not necessarily the case all over the world, but for the majority of the world, that is the case. And this is why building awareness is key. It's the first step in retraining our brains. Like we can't fix what we aren't aware of. Hence why I'm doing this podcast, (laughs) right? Like I want to help you recognize where you are self-sabotaging. So here are four sneaky signs of self-sabotage that you may not be aware of. So number one, comparison. Our brains are wired to compare ourselves with others 
in order to survive. It's kind of like survival of the fittest. Like, and then it gets worse. Like, because then we as a society are acting on that primal instinct. And then we are basically like throwing on all of this social conditioning into comparison against our peers and fellow humans and, and just everywhere. Like when you notice where, like you notice your thoughts where you're comparing yourself to someone else or like your, where you are in life compared to where someone else is like, this is most likely a sign of self-sabotage. Comparison really is not helpful, especially if you are uh, sensitive or an empath. And like, we tend to take things personally. And so comparison can actually be really dangerous, which this leads into the next one. So number two is making yourself wrong. Like, this is where perfectionism, 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 and people pleasing kind of like come into place. Like, it, it's those are the things that we are always chasing, but like, it's impossible to catch. Like, it's not even real. So, if you notice yourself thinking things like, oh, that's not the right way, or, I'll, I'll never figure this out. I, like, I, I need to figure this out. There's a certain way that this needs to be done. Like you are most likely in self-sabotage mode. So let's talk about number three, taking on others' stories. So someone once told you, you were probably a little kid, that you weren't good enough, smart enough. Insert whatever you want here enough and you still believe it like another form of perfectionism and people pleasing and ultimately self-sabotage is believing other people's stories that aren't necessarily true and like yeah like most likely like you get to decide what is true so check any and all stories that others try to give you as fact. And I understand that this can be a little bit difficult, especially when you are receiving feedback from people. When I was in corporate America, it was like constant feedback just in the workplace, not not even going into personal relationships, right? Like we are always receiving feedback and feedback is fantastic, right? We don't want to get rid of it. But again, don't Let someone else's story or perception change you, right? It's their perception. It's their story. That doesn't necessarily mean that it's true about you. So keep that in check. And the fourth one, fourth sign of self-sabotage is this constant urge to fix, to improve, to be better, Like this kind of thinking is rampant in the wellness and self-development industry. Like we're constantly bombarded by media and gurus and other people that we need to improve. We need to be better. Buy this and you'll be better. Right? Like the sentiment behind all of it, like 
it's all really about like the sentiment behind the industry and like why things are like that. The sentiment is really about radical acceptance and learning how to navigate an uncontrollable world so that you can feel more content, right? There are some things in life that just are not within our control and they never will be, right? We can't control other people. We can't necessarily can control our environment, although we should save it. So global warming is real and we should be protecting it. That's a story for another time. But this idea, like there's some things that we can't control. And so like we want to learn how to have contentment and happiness and navigate the low tides so that we can enjoy the high ones. And if you are always feeling that urge that something is wrong with you, that you need to be fixed or you need to improve or do better, that's another sign of self-sabotage. So again, those four sneaky signs, comparison, making yourself wrong, taking on other stories, and the urge to fix, improve, and be better. And listen to some of the previous podcasts, especially if you struggle with that last one. The urge to fix, improve, and be better. Because the first several episodes of Sassy, Soulful, and Sensitive are related to that. Okay. So now we know why. Now we know what some of the sneaky signs of self-sabotage are so that we can build awareness. The next part is learning how to put up the roadblock. And I'm, (laughs) I'm, I'm basically a 12 year old boy. Like I have decided to call this tool the pullout method. If you're an adult, you probably understood that. (laughs) So I'm not going to lie. I totally made up the name because it was just way too good to pass up. But this exercise is essentially like, it's so incredibly easy and it is impossible to do wrong. And you can practically do it anywhere. So it's, it's one of, it's so beautiful. It's so, so beautiful. And okay, let's get into it. So step one, pick a focal point. Like seriously, anything you can stare at for several seconds, a spot, a corner, an edge, anything that won't hurt your eyes. Don't look at the sun. (laughs) I I had to say it. So step number two, you're just going to stare and focus. Like stare and focus on that one spot for several seconds. If that's difficult for you because your mind is like racing on all over the place and in self-sabotage mode, like count to five if that will help. Step three is soften your focus or pull out your awareness, right? So while you're maintaining a focus on that focal point, allow your eyes to just rest a little. Like you're, you might notice shifts in your peripheral vision Um, You may notice some slight shifts in the muscles around or behind your eyes. It might slightly move or it might 
you might notice something else entirely. But soften your focus and kind of pull out your awareness. And when you do that, it's kind of like one good way to do that is to almost spread your awareness behind you to where you can't see and off to the sides. So that's what I mean by soften your focus and pull out or expand your awareness. So step four is just repeat this three times. Okay, so three is a totally made number <laughs> for repeating, but re- like just repeat it however many times it takes to interrupt your mind from that inner self-sabotaging focus. Like kind of what we're doing in having the awareness and then putting up this roadblock, like we are like retraining your brain like this is this is what they call neuroplasticity and for those who don't know what neuroplasticity is it's basically a way to retrain your brain in in just how it functions maybe i'll go into a, a more detailed explanation on another podcast but the idea is you can retrain your brain and this is how you do it this is one way how you do it so have the awareness put up the roadblock, do this exercise and repeat and repeat and repeat anytime that you notice self-sabotaging or if you have um, anxiety, you're going into a party or a family function or you're going hell to the grocery store because there are people (laughs) Like, like anywhere you notice anxiety or self-sabotage, this is a great exercise to use. Because, like I said, you can literally do it anywhere. It's so nice. And again, the more you practice, the easier it will become and the faster you'll be able to do it. And that is the neuroplasticity. That's like the repetition piece is key. So I hope that was helpful I use this exercise personally. I use it with my clients. Um, I just learned about it in this new certification program that I'm in. And so they're like, it's something that they're teaching as well. And I learned it before the certification, but like, like this is just how effective this tool is, right? It's, it's becoming well known and be well, because it's effective. Oh, Did you guys hear that notification in the background? Fail on me. Note to self. When recording, silent the phone. (laughs) Podcast etiquette 101. I should probably retake that. All right, my friends. That is all I have for you today. And as always, remember that shining bright gives others permission to shine as well. Take care. Hey, I just wanted to say thank you so much for listening. Be sure to follow, rate, and review the show wherever you get your podcast, especially if you really liked it. If you didn't like it, though, like don't even worry about it. Also, head on over to coachwithcam.com where I have a guided meditation I'd love to gift you, along with three of my favorite mini trainings. You'll also be able to see what webinars or programs or other offerings I have coming up. And when you're ready to explore the depths of your beautiful soul, I invite you to come work with me one-on-one for six months. This is where you discover and harness the magic that already exists within you. Your voice, 
so you can create whatever the hell it is that you want on your terms. Change how you show up for yourself in this world, then go out and change the world.